Hey, good evening to everyone. Welcome to Dragonforge After Dark, Episode 8, The Long War. This is our very exclusive special guest, uh, celebrating all things narrative play in Age of Sigmar and Warhammer 40k. On this very special uh, rainy evening. (laughs) Yes. It's uh, very rainy. I hope our, um, our internets don't give out. Because yeah. that would be God, gods. That would be so bad for internets give out. Yeah, we'll like, be fine. Uh, we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Like the rains kind of stopped, na So. But you can actually can you actually hear the rain from outside my window? It's really, yeah. really over bad. here. It's not that bad, na. Um, yeah. It, it'll probably get stronger later, according to my niece. So uh, while we still have power and internets. Let's dive right into it. All right. So, what are we discussing today? We are going to be discussing the uh, narrative play for AOS and 40K, which are the Crusade and Path to Glory specials, respectively. Wait, so, Nani, it's possible yeah. to have narrative play in tabletop war games? Yes, Mikey. That extremely fake spiel and question <laughs> shall be answered right now okay so uh narrative gaming is the focus on focus on the story of your dudes so uh yes as i told regina earlier it is dnd but with an army as she commented then on our youtube so uh yes it's very focused on your dudes you may or may not be using points crusade for example uses power level while AOS still uses points. Um, it has custom progression for your unit, so your dudes actually level up. And uh, in Path to Glory, at least, they have the possibility of the... Uh, and uh, yeah, so they focus more on campaigns and telling a long-running story instead of one-off games. So uh, that's actually pretty cool that you get to play like a long campaign with like these series of characters, these series of units, and uh, uh, John, stay. Come on, stay. Yeah, we're talking about art. Yeah, this is actually one of the most reading intensive parts of the core books. So if you don't want to read through it yourself, you should watch this episode. So we're gonna say hi to some of our regular viewers. Gonna say hi to Regina, to John, to Juno, to Eric. Yeah, Eric. By the way, will be joining us next week. He's no longer allowed to back out at this point. Uh, so he'll be joining us to discuss Luminous next week. So uh, let's dig into narrative gaming. Yeah. So. Once again, for Warhammer 40k, it's going to be the Path to Glory system. Can we nix the the banner, the Long War banner? It's going to block off some content on slides. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yes, be gone, banner. Be gone. Yeah. Yeah, interestingly enough, we will be using uh, Sisters of Battle as our example for this particular um, episode in the Crusade system, since that's what they used in Warhammer community. So yeah, we will be telling you the story of the Battle Nuns. All right, so it's the Crusade system for Warhammer 40k and the Path to Glory system for Age Sigmar. They are both fairly new. They are both fairly similar with a lot of key differences, which we'll get into later. 
but uh, the ran the general skeleton of them is the same though um one skeleton ends with like a snake lady tail and the other skeleton ends with like um a centaur so Oh, okay. Yeah. I was trying to piece together. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, there, there are differences, yeah. but there are also similarities. Yes, yeah. I am sorry, guys. I am exhausted. This is the longest slideshow I have I ever done since. I love the metaphor. I love the metaphor. College. This slideshow is longer yeah. than my thesis defense slideshow. It and it has. Nice. And for the first time ever in Dragonforge After Dark, there will be animations. Yes, so, and anime. Wait. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's start with Warhammer 40k Crusade. And yes, Vian finally gets to watch. And welcome, Vian. Like, we've been talking shit about you for, the, for like, a long time, <laughs> the past few episodes. So it's great that you actually finally get to watch us talk shit about you live. So, Crusade. what is Crusade? Uh, when people say crusade, um, you will either think one of two things. You will think about um, angry space marines trying to kill the heretics, or you're going to think of angry um, Christians trying to reclaim the holy land. Um, and I'm sad to say it's not this one, but it is this one. So, uh, but, but, but both of them are religious in nature. Well, there are crusades that are not religious in nature. Like, um, remember when they wiped out the Templars because the King of France needed money? Anyway, so anyway, anyway, yeah. not, <laughs> that's not, not that, that like, kind of crusade. If you want us to get to start like a history stream, we can do that. But for and now, we're discussing sure. this kind of crusade. All right. Yes, yes, so, yes. how do we actually start a crusade? We start by choosing a faction. So the faction can be um, the general faction keywords, uh, and we'll discuss those later. Then you will create your order of battle, and you're like, what's order of battle? Later. And then the crusade cards for each unit in your order of battle. Then you will be spending requisition, and finally, the last step is to actually like fight someone. Over really and like, Eric, fine. We will invite you if we actually start talking about historical crusades. Uh, like, I particularly love the Children's Crusade, which was the inspiration for the Pied Piper, where they literally, like, caused the death of lots of children. Gotta love that. So, um, yes. yes, what a very pleasant topic. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So, first of all, choosing a faction. You can choose one of them. Um, the general faction keywords it doesn't have to be space marines it can be imperium it can be coas it can be eldari it can be tyranids it can be orcs uh it can be necrons and the tau empire yeah it's coas so that the emperor's um uh censor doesn't censor us right yeah because like the the c word is censored but coas is not we learned that from text to speech um which i hope will come back soon so this actually does um, encourage you to um, build uh, soup armies if you want, like more narrative-based armies. But of course, you will be giving up some abilities like the doctrines for the space marines and stuff like that. And um, 
if you wanna wa- if you wanna find out why Koas is censored Regina, you should watch text to speech like I told you like two months ago. So next is create the order of battle. This is actually the order of order of battle that they featured on Warhammer Community, featuring the Paragons of Piety, uh, an Imperium war band with um, Sisters of Battle. So uh, the first step is to add all of the units that you want to start with in your army, uh, equaling to a maximum of 50 power level, because uh, your initial supply limit is 50. Uh, then once added, you cannot change your warlord rate, your relics, your loadout, etc. So your psychic powers, your sub faction. So if you choose ultramarines for a unit, you're stuck with ultramarines forever, which is a sad thing to be stuck with. So mm, okay. choose wisely, uh, and but you can remove or add units at any time. You can just like. Uh, I don't want this squad anymore. I'm gonna get rid of it. You get you get the um, the supply limit refunded, and then you okay. can just put more stuff in. Like that's pretty fun. So um, you don't really lose anything. Yes, you don't really lose anything. But um, it's generally a nice thing to have all your stuff here. And another thing is that the crusade points here on this column here add to your supply limit. So uh, the more experienced your units get, they actually increase in their supply limit requirement. And um, you might notice what's this requisition points. Um, requisition points lets you buy warlord traits um, and other requisitiony things for requisition points. You start with five requisition points, and um, we'll get to requisition points later. You also have your uh, your battle tally, which is the number of your battles you've fought, your battles won. So you get to see your stats, how many battles you've won over battles you've fought. So depending on what army you play and how good you are, like this will be what was that? Anyway, so um, and then you can put your crusade goals, information, and notable victories. This is where the role playing comes in. Like you can set your own goals. You can uh, you can put your own fluff here. And it's really pretty good. And you can also name your various crusade cards. And it's very recommended to name your crusade card so you don't just have like tactical squad one, tactical squad two. So here they actually have like squad Relinda, squad Silana, based on who the um uh based on who uh the sergeant is. Alright, so when we're creating our crusade cards. Uh, note that you don't automatically get a Warlord trait or a Relic. You have to buy those with requisition points. So if you're playing a game of regular 40k, um, you know they give you like a free Warlord trait and one Relic. But here you have to buy those. So that's um, 2 CP off the bat. Uh, sorry, 2 RP off the bat. And um, your Crusade points go up or down throughout the campaign and contribute to your supply limit as I note, uh, noted earlier. So uh, the more experience you get, your crusade points go up. And um, if you take any um, any battle scars, your uh, crusade points actually go down. This is also where you track your experience, your rank. Um, 
what psychic powers you have, what your warlord traits are, your relic, your equipment. And remember, you cannot change this anymore. And um, there's just uh, these things called agendas that you track here, which will be discussed later when you're actually fighting a battle. Now, spending RP. So uh, you can spend RP um, to buy various things. And note that you can't use relics, warlord traits, and other upgrades unless you spend R RP. Um, and you cannot use strats that upgrade units before the battle, like chapter command. So you can't automatically, at the start of the game, by spending a CP, have um, have your super broken Ravenwing chief apothecary zooming around, resurrecting your attack bikes one per turn. So you actually have to get those through progression. Okay, and, basically, uh, everyone starts at the first level. Yes. Like any good role uh, game. With the exception of named characters. Named characters will always have a warlord trait by default, even if they're not the warlord. Ooh. So which warlord trait they have will be indicated in your codex. So um, it can be a dud. It can be good. But hey, it's actually free, unlike in um, uh, standard match play for TK. So it's a nice thing to have. So uh, this is where you can spend your RP on. You can increase your supply limit, which lets you include more stuff in your roster. You can add fresh recruits, which means like um, adding uh, more recruits into your, um, into your army. You can rearm and resupply, which is um, changing loadouts. Repair and recuperate lets you um, remove wounds. Psychic Meditation lets you change what uh, psychic powers you know. Specialist Reinforcements. Uh, let me just consult the book. The book. Yes, a reading to the book according to GW. According to requisition points. Yes, so... Uh, okay. Specialist Reinforcements get lets you uh, use a strategy gem to uh, either give your unit a better characteristic profile or abilities. So this is the stuff that lets you, um, for example, upgrade another model to get a new warlord rate, uh, which you still need to spend your CP on in your codex. So that's very important to note. And the um, warlord rate lets you have a warlord and um, relic lets you have a standard relic. Remember that um, not to confuse relics with um, the crusade relics. Crusade relics are exclusive for crusade and they actually come later in uh, battle honors. Oh, like rare okay. items. Rare yes, boots. rare items, yes. Um, so, all right. During the battle, if one crusade uh, if one player's crusade points are higher than the others you have to actually tally those crusade points that go into your power level so you have to tally the crusade points in the crusade points part of your uh your order of battle and if one player's crusade points are higher than the others the opposing player gains command points equal to half the difference rounded up so the underdog actually gets more cp in order to make it more balanced you also choose agendas, which are like secondary objectives at the start of the game, depending on the size of the game. But they uh, these things give XP instead of victory points. 
And uh, please, important, very important, take note of who dies during the game because that will matter later. So after the battle, there are three things to do. You resolve your out-of-action units, you update your experience points and your battle honors, and three, you update combat tallies and your order of battle. So when you're doing this, first we will resolve our out-of-action units. So for every unit that died, completely died, you roll a d6, uh, and on a 1, they take an injury. So you have to choose one of these two. You either lose d6 experience points and can't gain experience from this battle, Ouch. or you take a battle scar. And battle scars are pretty painful. Yeah. So battle scars um, can reduce your movement, can reduce your charge rolls. Uh, make you unable to perform psychic actions or any actions, reduce your leadership, or even um, make you unaffected by stratagems. So or auras. So these are pretty painful, but they also for each battle, uh, for each battle scar you have, reduce your crusade points by one, which do make your uh, units cheaper. So uh, for example, I'm a space marine. Uh, Subtracting one from my leadership, particularly if I'm a dark angel who gives zero shits about morale, um, to minus one to my crusade points is actually a pretty good deal. So I'm definitely going for that instead of losing my experience. But remember that you can have a maximum of six battle scars and you cannot double up. So if you have all of these, you're required to take devastating blow instead. So earning XP. There are three ways to earn XP in this game. First of all, at the end of the battle, each unit that has a crusade card that was part of your army list gains one experience point. Uh, you also gain one experience point for every third enemy unit you have destroyed in total throughout the campaign. So it actually asks you to tally. So if you kill two in the first game and kill another one in the second game, that's three and you get one experience point. So it stacks throughout um, the thing. You, you don't... Uh, it's not if you kill two in one game and not kill three, you don't get an XP. It's not like that. You still get your XP once you get your third in the campaign. And third, really nice, is Mark for Greatness. Basically, you get to choose... It's basically nepotism. You get to choose your favorite unit, and then they get three XP. Wait, whether or not they earned it or deserved it? It's really up to you uh, how okay. you decide to deserve it. If you're a corrupt Astra Militarum general, you give your nephew the mark for greatness, right? <laughs> okay, that's narrative. Yeah. That's, not, yeah. that's narrative fluff. That works. That yeah, works. Or um, uh, if you say your warlord hates this particular sergeant or this particular lieutenant, you'll never mark them for greatness no matter how well they do. Yeah, so, just like me, yeah, just it's like up me to you how you want to roleplay this. You can min-max like it, you can totally roleplay it. It's really up to you. That's nice, that's nice. Hey, look, it's Michael Lim. Hey, it's Michael. Join us again. Hello. Okay. Yeah, you join us. So, experience points the determine how many battle honors you can have. So, it's 0 to 5, you don't get anything. Once you get blooded, you get 1. And then for every uh, 15 and then for every 20, so you get um, an additional battle honor. 
So what battle are these? Honors. Battle honors are either battle traits, and battle traits are pretty cool because there are um, there are four tables for this. There's one table for character units. There's one table for monster units. There's one table for vehicle units, and then there's one for everyone else. So uh, depending on um, what kind of unit you are, you can roll or choose. Um, I guess it depends on how your campaign runs, if you like rolling or if you like choosing. Um, honestly, I feel like rolling is really good for stuff like wounds, but choosing is really good for stuff like battle traits. But that will be up to your TO, so uh, your mileage may vary here. And it's really nice because it's very individualized. Like Characters like have their own tree, uh, monsters have their own tree, vehicles have their own tree, and other units have their own tree. And yeah, so battle traits are pretty cool. Weapon enhancements, basically, um, there's one table for ranged enhanced ranged weapons and one table for melee weapons, mm. and um, that actually lets you upgrade a specific uh, weapon. For example, your uh, your guy has a power sword. You can upgrade that power sword to have master work. Uh, sorry, to, uh, you can give it fleshbane which add once to the damage but remember that once you have upgraded something with a weapon enhancement you can no longer change it you can no longer change it when you change your loadout using rp so if you enhance something that's permanent psychic fortitudes are a table of d3 which only works for psychers makes psychers a bit better and crusade relics are the special ones because uh you get a bunch of relics here in the core book, and you get a bunch of relics also in your respective codices. And what's nice about this is they're tiered. So if we go back here, you can see the ranks. There are some relics that are only available, for example, to heroic and legendary heroes. So th that's actually pretty cool that there are tiers. Um, of relics that some you can only take if you're a lower rank, some you can only take if you're a higher rank. And there are going to be other battle honors specific to your faction, so consult your codex for that. Yeah, and uh, a nice thing about this is that um, when you actually check your codex, there are going to be additional goals and there are going to be additional mechanics. And I've seen, like, for example, with the uh, the codex supplement dark angels you um you, you hunt for the fallen you know if fallen exists which they don't but um theoretically do they? The fallen exists, do they? you can choose like fallen uh you can choose to put um fallen in your enemy's army that you can hunt to gain more points and really? uh you also score like points that um let you um, investigate more fallen. The Grey Knights one actually lets you choose a demonic nemesis that you hunt down through your campaign, uh, which can be really um, shaft you in terms of actual gameplay. Because if you choose, for example, um, uh, a greater demon like a Lord of Secrets, uh, or sorry, a Keeper of Secrets, you're basically giving your enemy army a free keeper of secrets just so you could hunt it down. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. So the Grey Knights one is playing on hard mode. Um, the Thousand Suns one is a bit more balanced, where you um, you actually search for knowledge, relics, etc. It's all very fluffy, and I love every single bit of it. Even the Grey Knights one, which is so dumb, because like here have a free greater demon. I am playing on hard mode. There's a corresponding reward that's you know tantamount to the accomplishment. Yes, it's called bragging rights. What? No special (laughs) item. No special reward. The Grey Knights don't do what they do for reward. Okay. By the way, I have a question, Kesh. Um, So when you gain a battle honor, you can actually choose. For example, um, one of my psychers gains a battle battle honor. honor. Um, Do I get to choose battle trait, weapon enhancements? Yes, you get to choose battle traits, weapon enhancements, psychic fortitude, crusade relics. Or if there's any, or just choose one. Just choose one. Just choose one. Okay. Okay, that's cool. And if I remember correctly, there's a maximum number of battle traits you can have, which is like three. Yeah, I think you're only allowed to have three per category. Okay. Yeah. And actually taking enhancement, uh, sorry, battle honors also increases your um, crusade points. So if you have a power level of 10 or more, you, um, oh, sorry, if you have a power level of 10 or less, you get an additional crusade point. And if you have a power level of 11 or higher, you get two additional crusade points. Wait, are the so, battle honors gained cumulative? Because for example, um, experience when you're blooded, you gain one battle honor. When you yes. turn battle hardened, you gain another two. No, no, you get two total. So you get another oh, one. Oh, okay. Yes. So you have a maximum of four. Yes, that is correct. So, uh, any other questions from Mikey or the comment section? Because after this, we're going to pass the glory. Wow, I might actually try uh, Crusade once we're able to play again. Yeah, Crusade is really nice because uh, I've actually been looking through um, the Crusade mission pack. And um, you have a different... um, you have different selections of missions per battle size. So um, combat patrol, there's three missions. Incursion, there's six. Strike force, there's six. Onslaught, there's three. So uh, depending on how you grow your army, how big the games get, you actually have different missions that you play, and each of them will have their own um, narrative, um, well, narrative flavor. Then uh, playing with agendas is gonna change stuff. It can be bore a bit boring if you're not into roleplay too much and you don't have a codex yet. But honestly, the codex adds so much, and it's really cool because you can upgrade your Space Marine captains to be like Master of the Watch, etc. The Death Watch one, yeah. I have yeah, not looked at the Crusade section of my. You life. should. You should. Like honestly, the Crusade section is one of the best sections of the Codex, when combined with the Crusade section in the core book. But did you yeah. say that the Crusade content of the core rulebook—it's pretty substantial. It's incredibly substantial. It's it's very thick. It's uh. 
let's see how much this is. This is uh, counting pages. Wow, we have cool battle. Yeah, for it's death almost party. fifty pages of content. This is pretty good. You know? This is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the Death Guard will probably also have their own um, goals, their own ways. They, they're probably like making new plagues or something. Yeah. <laughs> Turn their hope to rot. Poison the well. Poison the well. I love. I, I like the sound of that. So, uh, it's it's a really nice way to add flavor to your narrative campaign, which is honestly super cool. And of course, the supplement, the codex supplements, if your army has codex supplements, will add an even deeper layer of narrative content. For example, for the Blood Angels, um, your characters can actually fall to uh, the Black Rage. There's actually, a, there's actually roles for Black Rage where... Um, your characters can succumb to the Black Rage, and they have to be inducted into the Death Company. And this can also happen to some of your units. And um, Space Marines, uh, if your characters take two battle scars or more, you can spend an RP to enter them in a Dreadnought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they keep all of their battle honors. So that, that's really cool, honestly. Yeah, okay. So make sure to check the. So for everyone who owns a 40k codex in the ninth edition, please check your Crusade content. Apparently, it's super. Yeah. And if you have like a core book, you should definitely check it out. In previous core books, honestly, the open play section and the narrative play section of the core books were fillers. Like no one actually read them. Um, I read the I read the narrative parts because you actually need them to um, start. Um, uh, start building campaigns, but they were pretty sparse. And the, this core book, the only dead part of this core book is the open play, which will permanently remain <laughs> dead to me. Yeah, because open no play one is just play, for getting like, you started. Yeah, the only time open play has actually been useful in my experience is with New Kill Team, where it's actually the recommended game mode for learning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but for like general 40k etc eat 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 naturally <laughs> yeah so yes you know it's like dnd but with armies you can like add flavor and story and background for each of your units and it's pretty cool and yeah <laughs> you're checking your death guard crusade section now if you thought it was a useless part of your codex before, it's not. It's absolutely cool. It's absolutely amazing. There's a ton of new content there. And um, we'll discuss how we actually incorporate those in the games later. So, okay, Juno, once my Tau Empire 9th edition codex comes out, we'll definitely do a crusade. Uh, yes. Mikey's going to hit you with this weeaboo fight and magic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, right. so let's go to... So next up is Warhammer Age of Sigma Path to Glory. Path now, to glory. I wasn't able to um, grab any pictures from Warhammer community here because they actually haven't done an article on Path to Glory. So yeah. what I had to do was resort to um, 
to insert tables and memes. So please bear <laughs> with me. There will be memes. So first me. of all, what is Path me. to Glory? When you think Path to Glory, you and your cash, you think of one of two things. One is the horrible Path to Glory expansion that they released in Age of Sigmar 1.0 and continued to 2.0 and continued to be a dud part of your um, battle tome back in the old battle tome. Uh, back in the old 2.0 and 1.0 battle tomes, where it basically required you to own the entire range for the army and then randomly roll to see what goes in your army. It was a pretty bad system um, as a skeleton. It had a, real, a lot of good points with its progression and uh, with its actual gameplay, but like the, the core, the skeleton of it was really bad. And this, this book, don't be fooled by this book with that fake spine. That's actually a very thin stapled together manual because that's how sparse it was. And if you're cash, you're also thinking Path to Glory, the Roman Cursus Honorum, where you start off, where uh, politicians uh, of the patrician or pebian class try to rise up in Rome's political system to eventually become the consul or the dictator or the censor, depending on the times. But you know, if you're thinking uh, Path to Glory is one of these, you would be absolutely wrong. Boo, boo, desua. <laughs> very, very wrong. So yeah, I ran out of content, so you're getting love life. All right. So, Path what to Glory. Uh, how do we start Path to Glory? Uh, the Path to Glory um, is much easier to learn how to start from the AOS core book because they learned a bit from the 40K core book, which is a bit chaotic. This one actually puts steps, like step one, step two, step three, step four. So it's a step-by-step -step process, and it's uh, actually very easy to understand. So first of all, you set, choose your faction and your realm. You choose your starting size and your territories. Your order of battle, as similar to 40k. You do your core enhancements, and then you pick your first quest. Quest. That's cute. Yes. Yeah. When I when I saw Quest, I thought of this cute little thing from the webcomic. It's adorable. Quest. And uh, this is basically how you start off. You're you're, you're like a little plant thing, in in the service of Nagash. <laughs> okay. So. First off, um, you choose your faction and your realm. You have to choose your sub faction at this time. So, for example, if you're playing Soul Blight Grave Lords, you have to choose both Soul Blight Grave Lords and then your dynasty. If you're selecting Legion of Blood, Legion of Night, uh, etc., Castella Dynasty. If you're playing um, Lumineth Realm Lords, step out of the room and get out of my shop. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, love you, Eric. And uh, please keep buying. Uh, you choose your uh, your um, your your Lumineth Realm faction, blah city. Or if you're cities of Sigmar, you choose your city. So and that cannot be changed. So unlike the 40k version where you can go Imperium, you can go Koas, you can go Adari. This one you can't do Grand Alliances like Death. You can't do um, Order Destruction, Koas. So you have to commit. And you can't really do uh, soup, but 
you can do allies later as we will discuss because um, aos actually does have an ally system which lets you bring allies without breaking your um your your focus on your faction okay so then you choose your territories and your starting size the smallest starting size is vanguard with 600 points sorry mikey it's 600 points not 500 oh, okay. so um we're just gonna add the ballista to that list that i made for you and yes, then you're done I can use my ballista. yes the heavy bolter is in All right and then you have a unit limit of six you have a starting territory of one um and you start with five glory points similar to the requisition points earlier but it's a lot more um how do you say it? the inflation is bigger in this one uh you get a lot more glory points and things cost more glory points than they do rp um then you have warband which also starts with one territory but it's a thousand points eight unit limit starting glory points and so on usually you want your campaign to start in the vanguard or warband range and then you build up like building up is totally fun so and it allows people to like um, pace with their painting and not get burnt out immediately and all right so territories what are they you actually start and gain territory throughout this game which is amazing like i love this system you get, it's a very narrative it's super interesting you can build uh lore of your empire uh your surrounding lands you can create your custom artwork you can create terrain for it eric you can create terrain for it once again eric okay, this is create this is the terrain for role it please yeah yeah this is the real this role is like, playing aspect of it this is peak role playing this is honestly okay. the best part of this system i hate that 40k doesn't have it i get why because you want to be hopping from planets like going right. through warp travel etc and doesn't make sense but this is absolutely amazing this is like i love this there are parts of the path to glory system that i absolutely despise but this balances it out like gods it is the role-playing war game experience i need that core book now <laughs> yeah you need that core book honestly this is the first time in a while that the core books are actually super necessary not since seventh ed would i have required everyone to get core books but these are so good honestly okay noted, noted. yeah yeah so um having different here. starting territories increase your various limits by one so what are those limits so we're gonna get to that later you also start with a stronghold and your stronghold lets you have up to maximum of three territories three barracks um <laughs> and um one maximum outpost yeah those are four territories and uh, barracks right right those are barracks right yeah okay. yeah what's wrong with my barracks you don't like my barracks don't want to put troops in that barracks no i i, I love myself some barracks <laughs> Yeah, barracks are the best. Yeah, but right. three barracks not enough. Yeah, definitely. We need more barracks. We need to fill the screen with barracks. I wish I filled the screen with barracks, but you know. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, if you're playing Zinch, you can add more. With change, you can believe in. 
And uh, you can later upgrade your ter- your stronghold with glory points. So we'll discuss that when we get into the nitty-gritty of territories, which yeah, I love. A, My gosh. That's a, very good, that's a very good excuse to get more terrain for your realm. Yeah. Yes. Eric, Eric is get more terrain for the realm. And if you put a barracks in that area, you have to put the flag with Barack Obama's face on it. That This is the way. This is the way. All right. So your starting order of battle uh, depends on your starting sides, actually, if we, if you remember our table from earlier. This table. Oh, sorry. This table. That will determine our maximum unit limit. But the rest, it's going to be here. So we can have a maximum of three heroes, one monster, one war machine, one wizard, one priest, one reinforce, and uh, one allied unit. And this will increase depending on what territories you control, which is great, honestly. I love it. And uh, if I have not said, uh, if I haven't impressed upon you yet how much I love the territory system, I'm going to keep doing it. It's just like... I love the territory system. I'm like, I'm like a colonial white man right now, just loving the territory. Gods, yes. All right. So the next part is creating your order of battle. So first, you choose your warlord. It cannot be a unique uh, unit. So you can't have a unique character be your uh, your warlord, but you can include them in your order of battle. So uh, while you can't have Manfred von Karstein be your named warlord, he can be a sub-warlord and you can have someone else there. They're, the name characters are basically just guests. Yes. I love conquering the territory like a colonizer. In AOS. In AOS, yes, of course. Of you course. have to be clear about it. Yes. Cash IRL does not support stealing islands from people's exclusive economic zones. And and the sacred ground of indigenous peoples, wherever you are. Indeed, world. indeed. Though, um, point that I'm pointing out that if like someone has owned a piece of land for a thousand years, and then you say, "Oh, we owned it before you," and try to steal it back, yeah, that's gonna lead you to something called an actual. IRL crusade <laughs> or a Gulf War, something like that. Anyway, so you can also include one War Scroll Battalion or Core Battalion and one Ender Spell or invoca- Invocation uh, without g- spending glory points. But the Ender Spell or Invocation will, and the War Scroll Battalion will cost you points. So if you miss your War Scroll Battalions with your old 2.0 Battle Tomes, this is where you can use it. But expect them to be heavily nerfed with more battle tomes coming out. And uh, there's no need to add your faction terrain to your roster. Depending on the battle plan, it will be allowed or not allowed. So uh, it's going to tell you if you can bring it or not. So for example, in an ambush setting, you probably can't bring it. But like in uh, like face-off battles, you probably can yeah, so remember what they call this the three elves the three elves always need to bring their trees if they want their to be trees, yeah so some 
there will be times that they cannot. Like if they're being ambushed, they're being caught outside of their forest. Yeah. Yes, Pass- Eric. Yeah, we will get to that. That's actually a major gripe. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kesh is not It'll just simply over the system. Kesh will also rant about the system. Yes, there we will are, call there out are good what points needs to be called out. and bad points. Remember, uh, Mikey, the GW simp ticker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We are yes, not we, GW We have simps. that. We have that. We Make it so. We are not GW simps. Should be right there. It's here. It's here. I see it. But we are not simps. Okay, we are not simps. Yes, not we are GW not GW simps. I simp over the territory system, but I will rant about the stuff I hate about this later. Yeah, so, we will call out what yeah. needs to be called out. Like any good crusader. <laughs> right. No, a really good crusader won't call anything out and just blindly obey whatever the higher ups are saying. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, kill whatever that yeah. whatever moves. That's how believe. work, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, I totally missed a joke. How to start a crusade. First, you talk to the Pope. <laughs> Damn it, oh. I missed the joke. I missed the joke. It's fine. <sighs> I hate I'm myself. Excited. Anyway, so core enhancements. Um, remember that you get core enhancements in the base AOS game. So stuff you would get by default in a pitch battle game, like your command trait and your free relic, you still get. Unlike in... Uh, the Crusade system, where it's not included, you have to buy them with RP. Here, they're free. And, um, yeah, yeah, there we go. And uh, bonus enhancements are stuff you earn during your Path to Glory campaign, which are things you get from your quests. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> Next time. <Yeah. laughs> Next time. If you guys want to do uh, an Inuman session just talking shit about history. We can totally do that. On stream? Like, we, we, can, we can do a special on that, honestly. Yeah, yeah on sure. stream, then, why not? Yeah, we can contextualize it in the 40k setting, sure. Or even in, I don't know, are there any religious wars in AOS on the same level that they have in 40k? No one wants to worship Nagash, therefore Nagash rightfully tried to soul wars. Okay, that counts. Yeah. Rightfully, yeah, like Nagash did nothing wrong. So uh, the last part of uh, starting your campaign is you pick your quests. Quests are secondary missions that you try to achieve during the game and reward campaign bonuses like bonus relics, bonus spells, etc. that you later put in your vault, which we will discuss. And there are eight choices to start with, and but there are probably going to be more with the battle tomes. So, yes, yes, this is also a valid uh, reason to crusade. <laughs> Definitely. So, okay, uh, just going to say hello to Dre, who will be joining us in October. As we try to sell him new orc figs during our orc faction focus on um, October 8th. Yes. That'll be fun. So uh, look forward to that, guys. Dre's wallet is not looking forward to it. So yeah, we rem- see, we, we listened and we're making Octo- October happen. Yeah? Yeah, because we love you guys. 
Yes, yes. So if you want to see things happening in our streams, just comment. Let us know what you want. Like, what do you want, Ryan Gosling? Okay. So uh, Zavolt, this is where all your campaign loot goes. Uh, this is where you store your extra relics, your extra spells, your extra command traits, etc. Unfortunately, there is no separate uh, table for the uh, Crusade relics, like in Crusade. Uh, but you, because AOS does have a f hefty amount of relics, extra spells, command traits, etc., it doesn't really matter as much. But remember that you can only have six of each, like six of each relic, six of each extra spell, six of each extra command trait, etc. All right. Now, when you're actually fighting your Path to Glory battles, we have to uh, talk about the tiers of battle and um, what to do if your opponent is not in a Path to Glory campaign. So if your Wait, opponent okay. is not... Hmm? Yeah, that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah, I'm briefly just going to go over it. If your enemy is not in a Path to Glory campaign, there's like a flow chart for it in the uh, in the core book, which is really nice. It, it's really very good at answering your questions. And yeah, it, it's it's pretty nice. I, I honestly like it as a skeleton. Um, and yeah, so if you are playing in a Path to Glory campaign, you're a opponent is not playing in a Path to Glory campaign, you basically don't get any bonus enhancements, but you can still score um, Path to Glory points at the end of it. You also don't need to make any injury rolls or um, death rolls, etc. So that's the only real difference. Like some of the flavors are moved, but you can still gain points from it since it's still a battle won with your army. Oh, so it's so now, not a wasted effort. It's not a wasted effort. Totally not. Um, but note that um, stuff that's required in match play, for example, your faction relic, um, uh, some sub-factions require you to bring their relic and their command trait, you will have to include those in your uh, roster and spend um, glory points if necessary to plug them in. But aside from that, since you should be doing that anyway to start with, it shouldn't be that much of a problem. Right, so tiers of battle will vary depending on how upgraded your stronghold is. If both players have any level of stronghold, including the basic stronghold, you uh, play a lower tier of battle. If both players have an imposing or mighty, you can play a middle tier. Or if both of you have mighty, you can play a higher tier. If both of you have mighty, you can choose to do middle or higher tier, depending on how you feel uh, to best represent your game. All right. So bonus enhancements. You can have a number of extra bonus enhancements, like um, artifacts of power, spells, etc., depending on the uh, the tier of game. So uh, the lower tier only lets you have one of each bonus enhancement. Uh, the middle tier has significantly more, and the uh, the higher tier has even more. Usually, um, especially if you're progressing to increasing your points during the campaign, uh, this will be when um, you're going to be of higher points, and everything's just going to be um, dialed up to 11 at the point. Yeah. 
everything's gonna be bigger everything's gonna be better there are gonna be more monsters on the field there are gonna be more heroes on the field there's probably gonna be a god or two running around so it's pretty cool now the aftermath sequence is what happens after the battle um, first you earn glory points which are like requisition points from earlier you resolve injuries and casualties which were not in the crusade system but if for anyone who played kill team uh the previous edition of kill team this will be very familiar and very painful then you gain renown points which is xp similar to crusade you complete your quests and you gain any bonus from your quests and then you manage your stronghold this is my favorite part you manage your stronghold you manage territories and you manage your order of battle yes territories so note that in the aftermath sequence there's gonna be both a lot of griping and a lot of simping so let's get to it what? okay yeah so uh how do you earn glory points depending on the points of the game that you played you can score uh glory points just for fighting the battle for winning a major victory a minor victory and if your warlord took part in the battle and was not slain so yeah you see that the bigger the uh the game that you fight the more points you can actually accrue the more upgrades you can buy etc etc so um at the end of each game for each uh, model that lost, uh, for each unit that lost models, nota, you don't have to be wiped out for each for casualty rolls. So, for example, I have a unit of 20 zombies. I lost five. That means I have to make casualty rolls. So I have to roll a d6 for each model in the unit that died and was not resurrected. And for each one, that model is not available from the unit at the start of the next game yeah it's actually pretty painful and if the casualty score is equal to the number of models in the unit remove the unit from your order of battle which is really painful basically if um your entire unit was wiped out they gone Okay, that hurts. They're gone, yo. That, that, that's a Yeah, if you lose 20 zombies and you roll 20 ones, the unit is gone. It's gone. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. For heroes, etc., um, you instead roll on the, um, the glorious injury table. So, for units with a wound character... Uh, for heroes and units with a wound characteristic of eight or more that are noted as being single, like Kesh, that were slain, you do roll 2d6 on the uh, the glorious injury table, which I'm not going to put here, but the important bit is on a two or three, you die. Bye-bye. So your warlord can actually die, and in that, if your warlord dies, you have to choose another hero in your army to be your warlord, or spend your glory points to buy another hero. If you're broke and don't have any glory points, you actually get one for free because the game pities you for sucking so hard. <laughs> right. So gaining renown points. This is basically experience. How do we gain renown points? Similar to Crusade, you gain one renown for playing and surviving in the battle. 
you gain bonus renown depending on what the battle plan says you get. And the third is you can choose a unit to nepotism for D6 renown. So unique unique units... That that rule also exists in EOS. Yes. So unique units do not gain renown. Like everyone already knows who Manfred is. Everyone already knows who Gotrek is. So no need for that. And um, gaining renown points. So depending on how much renown you have, you can get an additional, uh, you can get veteran abilities. Uh, and this is where I start griping. Okay? So um, there's nothing wrong with the system itself, right? This is fine, right? Uh, but my gripe is in this book, Remember how 40k had four different tables of d6 for each uh, varying unit type? This book has six total. Doesn't matter who you are, there are six incredibly bland um, veteran upgrades. And it's, it's just, why? Come on, guys. It feels unfinished. It feels lazy. And it feels honestly pretty boring. Like, there's no incentive for me to customize because, like, um, of course, I'm going to put the best ones on everyone. Like, because here you can actually have, like, duplicates, etc. And it's it's honestly a very missed opportunity. Though I feel like they're going to start putting it in the... Um, they're gonna start putting it in the battle tomes so my opinion could change when the battle tomes released but as like an initial release um it feels lacking it feels like the initial release of no man's sky it feels unfinished so did they explicitly say that they will be supporting that feature in the upcoming battle there are actually a lot of features in uh that are that are noted here in the core rules that don't exist in the core rules which we'll get to later so like it feels unfinished so if you're fighting a crusade player with a battle tome like an Oroch or a Stormcast players in a couple of weeks, you're gonna be like going at like a huge disadvantage until you get yours. Yeah, I know they're coming out, but like unlike the Crusade system for 40k, where it you don't feel too left out by not having your codex, uh, this one feels like a kick in the nuts. For a Soul Blight Grave Lords player who will probably not get another update till the end of the edition. Yeah. So like I am so freaking salty because of the veteran abilities. Also, the heroes and renown. You think they could not be lazy and give us like renown tables and stuff. And said no, if you get 15 renown points, you get the command trait. And your warlord automatically starts with fifteen renown, so he automatically gets a command trait. <laughs> so, yeah, they need to fix that. It's a missed opportunity. I mean, they already built this incredible skeleton. Like, they spent more time. They gave us an entire table 
for territories and upgrading territories. But that's then, the best part. <laughs> yeah, which is honestly the best part. But um, I want to play this less for my dudes and more for my territories, <laughs> which I don't know how to feel about when it's supposed to be a my dudes game, right? Now it's a my land, my land. My land, my land, my yes. My land, get off my land. <sighs> you get a buff, you get a buff, you get a buff. All the same buffs. I don't All actually want a buff. I just want like fluffy tables that I can roll on. It's not a big ask. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. I mean, if if the 40k core book, and provide all of that flavor. Yeah, they, they put it in the 40k core book. Why can't they put it here? That that's my main gripe. Like they, they showed us they could do it a year before. What happened? Like you gave us this great improvement, which is the territory system, which I absolutely love to bits. Like again, I love the territory system. I simp for the territory system. I would marry the territory system, but it doesn't love me back. So you know what? Yes, I can compare this to when Ninth Edition came out and the codices weren't available yet because of the global hootenanny with the logis- global logistics and stuff. Yet mm-hmm. people were already enjoying Crusade. And yeah, Crusade was enjoyable from the get-go. And it only got better with the codices. Now, this feels incomplete. And, and it honestly made me sad. Like, if you want to create a custom table for your campaign, do it. Uh, but otherwise, it, it just sad cash. Sad cash. Yes, you, um, feel, you feel incomplete. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on to happier things. All right. The next step is the complete quests or give up on the quests. So um, in this uh, sequence, uh, in this part of the thing, you gain the rewards from completing the quest, or you can choose to uh, nix your quest and then choose a new one. So for example, if you fail to kill the three giant to- uh, the five giant toads in three days because your entire party is incompetent with a useless goddess, <laughs> uh, you know, a paladin who can't hit shit and is a masochist, and you know only one and a lolly and a lolly who can only cast one spell a day, um, and that one spell only, <laughs> yes, for every single day. <laughs> yep. So you can choose to give up on the quest and have a new quest for the next game, or you can like try again in the next game with the same quest. So not really much to say about this. But here we go. Managing your stronghold. Okay, Cash is happy again. Okay. Hey, let's yes. be happy. Thank the gods for Kazuma. <laughs> Thank you for Steel. The most Imba yes. move. Steel! <laughs> the most Imba move ever. Uh, note that we do not... Um, we, yes, do we do not support stealing underwear on this channel. Like, yes. please do not steal people's underwear. Like, we, we cannot stress that enough. Please do not steal, period. Do not steal pants. No, secretary. 
uh, Francisco Duque the third, please do not. Okay, so step five: manage your stronghold. Remember, our stronghold actually gave us limitations on stuff. Uh, we can upgrade our strongholds first into an imposing stronghold and then a mighty stronghold. So you do have to go through imposing and mighty. So it costs a total of 90 glory points to fully upgrade your stronghold, which is pretty expensive. So you will need to play a lot of games. But you can have 12 barracks. Oh yes, you can have you 12 barracks. You can have 12 barracks and you can institute change. <laughs> yes, we all love it, that it's, feature. It's all it's honestly super cool. Like I love this. And it's a great modeling opportunity where you can actually build a stronghold. You can fluff games in your stronghold. Like you can say, Oh, I'm invading Eric's stronghold. So like Eric can bring all his stronghold built terrain and then we get to invade this castle. It's great for narrative play and it's great for terrain building. It's it's great for battles. All the photo all the photo ops that you can do. Okay. Yeah. yeah I am like I am playing being Total War. I am being tempted. I am being tempted to It feels like playing Total War, War because you, you get to like customize your upgrades. Yes. So again, yeah. AOS Path to Glory is the role-playing wargame experience okay so um what do these things on the strong post actually uh the strongholds actually do the baroques aside from uh lifting up your economy and generally giving people health care it also gives five glory uh for five glory you get to buy an obama and for each obama you get obamacare which includes, increases your unit limit by 2 to maximum 30. So uh, this is how you get more units in your army, especially if you're a horde unit. If you're Sons of Behemoth, you don't care about no barracks. Right? You're going to have four models in your army max. Because you're a like, bunch of giant hillbillies. Because you're a bunch of giants. We'll discuss right, giants right, later when right we get to territories. We don't want barracks. Yeah. But you can also only add one Barak per aftermath phase. So per game you play, you can only get one Barak. Okay. Yeah. So to get your 12 Baraks, you need to play 12 games. All right. So outposts, what do they do? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Seriously, it says check the supplemental Path to Glory battle packs for those. And they don't exist. <laughs> They're not even going to be in the battle tomes. They're gonna be in another book. That's wild. I don't exist, man. Like, what am I supposed to like refer to? And yeah, doing black yeah, box. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. War cry missions with your um the N Warlords campaign is something that I actually want to do in the future. And my favorite part, man, your territories like a British colonizer. Oh, I'm so sorry, Michael <laughs> Lim, but you know, that's part of life in AOS. Yeah, yeah, we just are part of life. Uh, as Rogal Dorn would say, right? 
Like, Dorn says, we siege, we siege. <laughs> and yeah, siege it's future-proofing language, but like, I hate it because it's like, it sets expectations and I am an impatient man. Like, why you not give it to me on release, G-Dub? You just add two more, two, three more pages. We done. DLC. DLC, heck, man. Heck, we need to sell DLC. I could probably come up with more of those fucking tables for, like, veteran upgrades. Heck, I could copy-paste the ones from 40k and they would work. See, we are not GW Sims. We are not GW oh, bootlickers. We are not feels, British bootlickers. It feels so lazy, but the territory system is so good. So, like, I'm torn about Path to Glory. Like, I want to play it just for the territories. But it's your like, dudes get nothing. Yeah, fuck the nothing. dudes. It's like playing Total War and then putting all the battles on auto because you play it as a city simulator. <laughs> maybe, maybe the real veteran table was the friends we made along the way and the lands we conquered along the way. Yes. Also known as the British Commonwealth. <laughs> so that's all. See, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it has all right. always been. <laughs> lol, 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 Eric. It's okay. I do this sometimes and I don't actually like the feel of the army, but I like how their politics system works. I do this too. Like, don't worry. Total war isn't really just about war. <laughs> All right. So um, to manage your territories, you have to make an exploration rule on territories table, which gets its own fucking page. <laughs> veteran upgrade stable anyway <laughs> and it's really cool because there are like one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen different types of territories which you can buy for 10 gp if you want it like if you land on barren wastes and it can't be controlled sucks for you there are quests that allow you to scout and increase the number of exploration roles you make which is pretty cool if you just want to expand, expand, expand. And uh, this is my favorite part. Um, note that, uh, first of all, we have to note that you can only have a maximum of um, three of each type of territory, and the number of ter maximum territories you have are capped by the uh, level of your stronghold. So you have to upgrade your castle before you get more lands. But if you already have max territories, you can abandon one of your existing ones, like what Britain did to India, and it was horrible. Gods, yes. you can yes. take your former territory, you can chop it up into three, you can put the, the Muslims on either side and the Hindus in the middle, and tell everyone to sog off. Wait, and then you is, can shoot Gandhi. It's to glory. <laughs> Path to Glory is actually a Civ game. Path to Glory is actually a Civ game. Ticker, please. Ticker, please. Ticker, please. Ticker, ticker. Yeah, that's a ticker right there. Path to Glory is a Civ game. Like, 
eventually um, Gandhi will nuke everyone. Alariel will nuke everyone. <laughs> this is how Path to Glory ends. <laughs> See? That's why they don't have the veteran table. Because it's a civ game. It's a game by colonizers about colonizing. Yes. For the colonized. Who's playing uh-huh. the game? Uh-huh. And we have this quote. Total war is not all about war. Yeah. Yeah, it's about Sometimes you just wanna like play politics in ancient Rome and like um, build colosseums. Yeah, and oppress minorities and yep, yep, indigenous yep. peoples. <laughs> yeah, not before Croak shoots a gently space laser. Honestly, it's probably gonna be the Skaven that nukes us. Again, just like the old again. world. Again, again, again. Jesus, they fucking shot the moon. It's vermin tide all over again. Uh, anyway, the best part of the territory system is that you can upgrade the territories for your GP. For example, if you own the um, the ruins of myth, you buy it for 10 GP and it has zero effect. But if you explore it for 15 GP, you can roll a D6 at the end of each aftermath sequence. On a 1 to 5, nothing happens. And on a 6, you gain one bonus artifact of power and it's added to your vault. And then you remove the ruins from your roster. That's a pretty low chance. But since you get to do it, you get to yeah. attempt multiple times. Just keep on playing. Just like any yeah. grind quest. Uh, grind but the quest. other ones are pretty cool. Like, um, for example, um, you remember the old keep, which increases your hero's limit by one? Yeah. If you upgrade it for 10 GP to a 45 keep, you increase your hero limit by three instead of one. Okay. Which is this pretty is big. This yeah, a it's a save game. It's literally a save game. Like... Um, it, with RTS. <laughs> yeah, I particularly love the Borderlands. The Borderlands for 10 GP um, let you pick one unit on your order of battle that was not included in the army and roll a dice. On a 4+, plus, it gains one renown point. And if you upgrade it for 15 to a Bastion, you can pick two units instead of one to randomly <laughs> sorry, gain XP. Um, even if they didn't participate because they were out part patrolling the borderlands. Yeah. And uh, there's also the Wellspring, which lets your units heal. And it's it's amazing. Honestly, it's super amazing. I love it so much. And yeah, and yeah, and yet, Path of Glory, it's, mm, I'm torn. It was this close. Nothing's it was this right, close I'm to being torn. Perfect. I'm all out of faith. This is something real. <laughs> and that's your that's your song for the evening. That's and your song for the evening. We have not lost viewers because of that line. Yes, so, we did not lose viewers. We did not lose viewers. So Thank no you. original songs. We can only do cover. <laughs> And get and get copyright strikes. Cool. <laughs> uh huh. Demonetized. It's okay. We weren't monetized to make it. <laughs> that hurts. Uh, all songs belong to their owners, except for the Taliban song, which belongs to me. Well, speaking of monetization, thank you for sticking around this long. Um, if you're still watching, if you have not subscribed or followed any of our social media. And please streaming do. accounts, please do so. It's right up there. Yeah. We're on like, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and uh Facebook, 
Instagram, Twitter. Yes, definitely. It, please specifically help us get to a thousand subs on YouTube or uh, 50 followers on Twitch so that we can start giving Mikey money. The, <laughs> yes. the man is hungry, guys. Feed the man, please. Yes, I'm not eating. I'm an, inter- I'm an intermittent 24 hour. Is that you? Just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway, the fasting anyway. is your fault. <laughs> You're the one who went on a diet. A Warhammer diet. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, Regina, we promise never to do this again because we literally lost viewers. Yeah. Like we saw yeah. the ticker go down. But what? Never okay. again. So the last part of this uh, the uh, Path to Glory system is the managing your order of battle. You can do four things. You can have adding new units, you can have recuperating your units, you can reinforce your units, and you can retire your units. Retiring is not on the slide because it all it takes is to erase the unit from your roster. Bye-bye. That's it. Okay. And then adding a new unit um, actually costs glory points depending on the unit's point value here. And um, depending on... Yeah, it costs a different amount of glory points depending on what your point value is. Uh, That's the same for recuperate and reinforce. Recuperating is uh, you choose a unit with a casualty score of one or more. And then the number of glory points you must spend in order to recuperate the unit is there on the table on your screen. And um, you spend the glory points and then for each casualty on the unit, uh, my old example, I lost five zombies in a unit of um, 20. So I make five D6 rolls, and for each four plus, I reduce the casualty score by one. So I got one back. And if it did not take part in the previous battle, if I left it at home, uh, instead I recover on a two plus. So they get extra time to rest. So my zombies get extra time to sleepy sleep so that they can uh, wake up rested <laughs> when or I make my resting, but not in peace well they're not resting if I summon them back up from the grave right <laughs> yeah reinforcing is basically just reinforcements so yeah you get to reinforce something on your pitch battle profile if I want more zombies I add more zombies and you also pay the points for those of course and you have to uh, make sure it doesn't go over your supply limit and that's basically it for path to glory yeah so overall crusade system is uh, is not that interesting as a skeleton of a system but it's extremely well made it's uh, it's complete it's a complete system you can play it out of the bag you can play it with your codex you don't actually have to take your codex rules if you don't want to do the um the nemesis system for gray knights you don't have to um because the crusade system is good on its own the path to glory system on the other hand is ah (laughs) here comes the salt ah (laughs) okay as a skeleton it's 
incredibly amazing. Like there's so many good things. The the territory system is great. Like the the renowned system is great. It's just really they they left a lot of stuff out that they could have just included anyway. Now we have to wait for the battle tome. So if you don't have your battle tome out yet, it's gonna feel a bit unfair. It's gonna feel a bit boring. Unlike in 40k, um, you can play uh, an old codex with a new codex uh, in a crusade game, and it's not gonna feel that different. Right. It's still gonna be interesting either way. You still have your progression, and then when the new stuff comes in, you can just, yay, new stuff. But here it feels like a huge missed opportunity. Like it feels like there should be more content. I was reading through it and I was like, but. Where are the outpost rules? <laughs> Where are the outpost rules? There are no outpost rules, my friends. Mentioned but not explained. Oh, I know. My. Are you sure? Well, I don't have a copy of the board. Okay. I'll check again wild. once That's more pretty for wild. you. That's pretty wild. They did put like a battle pack here, like the sample battle pack for your uh, past the glory. Yeah. So while Kesh is looking up that exact section, please let us know what you think of the different narrative wargaming uh, wargaming systems that we have. No, what do you think uh, is better for you, or if you've enjoyed the current ones that we have right now, Crusade, Path of Glory? Tell us what you think about these ways to play. So, yeah, so from Eric, yeah, in six months when, yeah, yeah. Give it six months when more of those battle tools come out and we find out whether they improve on the veteran upgrade yeah. thing. Okay, so they did include a Path to Glory battle pack, which is six pages. Compared <laughs> to like, the incredibly amazing spread of battle plans for uh crusade where you have like six per tier of game here we have six we have six that's it like look how bare this shit is look how bare it is it's so bare like you can't read anything but like you can see how empty it is <laughs> Yeah, there but, aren't even pictures. <laughs> yeah, but my, Michael seems to be on the AOS side of narrative yeah, wargaming. It, it looks amazing if you have your uh, your battle tome. Honestly, Michael is Oroch, so he he doesn't care about Yash's pain. So <laughs> he's getting his battle tome like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, maybe in six months. Maybe. In yeah, six yeah. Months. When we get more, um, if they actually release like a supplement for Path to Glory, an actual supplement like they noted in their freaking core book, we will <laughs> see. Sorry. Yeah, fingers crossed. Let's pray to see. Eating spicy food all day. Or hish. Okay. And uh, gods. yeah, we will be doing more tutorial vids. Um, Tell us what you want, like um, specifically what tutorial vids you want. We yeah. will probably be doing those. Um, we can't Tell make actual game tutorial videos on really a tabletop because of the plague. But um, of course, we do want to do more of this kind of content. 
Yeah. And, primers. We'll give you more yeah, primers. Primers. Those are tutorials. Uh, and I checked online. It doesn't seem like there are many how to start crusade or how to start path to glories out there. Not even Warcom has a how to start path to glory. It's a sign of how much they have forgotten the system, despite giving us the best territory system I've ever seen. I think it's more of a player-driven, community-driven thing, like what Eric and friends are doing and what what's the name of their group that does all these narrative battle reports? Um, Give me more tables. <laughs> yeah, but so the thing that Eric and friends do, I forget yeah. the name of their thing. Uh, Eric, speaking of there, which, guys, we would like to invite you to something we call the Tale of N Warlords, which is an AOS N40K narrative campaign that we're doing using the Crusade and Path to Glory systems. If you're interested in them, please join the Dragonforge Wargaming group and we can tell you about them there. Um, it's going to be um, a lot of um, role playing. It's going to be. Um, playing within a setting as well as telling the story of your dudes and you're going to be affecting how the story goes and affecting the uh, the lore canon in the Dragonforge setting. So uh, if you're interested in that sort of thing, please give us a message. Like myself uh, yeah. and Eric. Yeah, we, we do have a lot of people who segued into AOS from D&D. It's actually a pretty common thing. Yeah, it's a good oh, transition. It's a common thing. Uh, mm, yeah, okay. so it seems like people are making uh, the um, their own custom Path to Glory stuff. Like, uh, you know how Kesh said that he could probably like knock one out in an hour? Like, look, people are actually doing it, G-Dub. What's your excuse? So... So yeah, uh, this is ah, there you go. About, yeah, animosity. Okay. That's the thing. Uh, animosity. And also telling us to look in the weave. These are uh, other people who do narrative style campaigns, and um, I actually found this thing online. Um, let me find it. There we go. Um, and let me share it. Um, yeah, Eric. I'll, I have tons of questions about animosity. No, not not. Not the noun, but the thing. <laughs> right. So, gonna share this screen with you guys. This is something I found on a website called The Beard Bunker, and it's an automat automated 40k crusade roster. And uh, this is what it looks like. We'll put a link to this on the YouTube description and on the Facebook description, so don't worry about that. And um, what's really nice is it it gives you a a very nice way to um, take note of your uh, your Crusade roster, well, along with your units. You can put your lore in here, your notes, famous deeds, your requisition log, your order of battle. It's all here. And it's also properly formatted for mobile, so you can refer to it while you're playing along with whatever army builder you're using, like the um, the official GW one or even Battlescribe. So it's pretty amazing. Ooh, yeah. the thing you were telling me about yes. yesterday. So it's again, good. the Beard Bunker. Um, yes, we love spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets. It. 
thanks so much to these guys for making it. I was going to try to make my own, but like these guys already did it and saved me the work. Like, good. thank you so much, and like full credit to these guys good, good, good. for making it. Like, thank you. Um, I haven't found one for Path to Glory. There are a lot of just random spreadsheets out there. Um, I haven't tested out which ones work, but this one is just. It's good. It's really yeah, you know good. what? I yeah. already I'm already getting a lot of ideas because I'm a big fan of these two books um, mm-hmm. about Talents of the Emperor. And there's a lot of key battles here that are fought on a skirmish level. And then a few big battles on a combat patrol to onslaught yeah, level. That's so. definitely something you can do. Um, what I actually want to do then is to tie in kill team campaigns with Crusade, and to tie in Warcry campaigns with um, Path to Glory. So that's definitely something. Yeah, because you know, Crusade or experience, but you can have like segues into Warcry. You can have segues yeah. into kill team using the stuff you have in your order of battle. Because an example, cool. no, like the. Indomitus Crusade would not have happened without the actions of a Talon skill team. Like, super epic. And even Robot Gorilla Man acknowledges that. Oh, That's Robot cool. Gorilla Man, yes. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Or, uh, as somebody Later. called him called him once in our groups, Roberto Gulaman. <laughs> Who sells Sagot Gulaman. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so... Um, Ah, we actually ended much earlier than I expected. So for next week, we would like you to send us your pictures of Lumineth because Eric has painted any. Yes. yes. Send, send white elves. Sunkiss white elves. Yes. Send, send elves. us your high elves, man. Your Rastafarian elves smoking the weed and the <laughs> whatever stone they have, the realm stone. Oh, by the way, I... I was corrected by Eric. No? I I had assumed that all high elves were of I? fair com- were of fair complexion. <laughs> I had well, the assumed. dark elves are pale, so like note that all high elves are not pale. There can be black high elves. There can be Ching Chong high elves. There can be high elves of any race. Eric, why are you working on SCE before Luminet? I'm working on SCE. You see, Eric <laughs> chases the meta. <laughs> Which is why he plays Luminet. Though honestly, if you play Luminet and you play the cows, you have my respect. My respect. Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, yes. Eric does have Dominion. But please, Eric, just, just paint one Lumineth model for us, please, for next week. Please. Yeah, Just so on. we have something to show. And anyone else, if you have Lumineth, please like, send it to us. We want to uh, showcase your models. We would love to showcase your models. And yes, Michael, we are expecting you to send us pictures for October, huh? Yeah? Please, please. please. Required ka? Alright, so uh, Eric wants to get uh, the cows for a Christmas box. So if there's a cow Christmas box, please do remember this date. September 11, 2021, Eric has committed to getting cows if they come in a Christmas box. So um, 
if we get a a battle box, a battle force box with cows, Eric's on the Oh my buy. gosh! Yes. it's almost that time of the year again. It was already the time of the year. Lumabas na si Jose Marichan. Oh, but the battle force <laughs> announcements. That's that's the real Christmas announcement. That's the real Harold. The battle Christmas. force boxes. The battle yes. force boxes from GW. Oh my goodness. And I will uh, be poor you know, until twenty twenty two. I'm actually expecting orcs. Yeah, definitely. I'm expecting these naga. I'm expecting these naga. They haven't these had a battle force box in the longest time, haven't they? For orcs, yeah, they haven't had it in a while. Yeah, we have like gloom spite. That doesn't count. Uh, people play gloom spite. Yeah, well, they're selling off their gloom spite now. <laughs> mm. Because um, uh, even Goonhammer were like uh, <laughs> uh, had different tiers: tier one, two, three, four, and then Gloom Spite tier. <laughs> I, I I'm not even motivated to try them yeah. in War. Don't worry, right? Michael. If there is a battle force for orcs, auto order for you. No question. Yes, we will reserve one for you. For sure. Yeah, like straight oh, up so the cool. moment it's announced, ordering ko na. Hey, walang tanong tanong. The yeah. same thing for uh, Eric's cow box. Please order your GW Christmas Battle Force boxes with us at the Dragon Forge. We'll be one of the first to let you know when they're available. Yes. Unless Cash slept through the entire day. That sometimes uh... happens. In which case, it'll be Mikey who tells you. <laughs> yes. And to make sure that you get updated on all the latest pre-orders and upcoming videos, please like and subscribe to all of our social media accounts and streaming platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Twitter, and Instagram to support us and make our efforts sustainable. So we can give you more entertainment. And we can keep calling out people for their yeah piles of potential yeah, especially if you love our content if you like what we're doing here if you want us to make changes please do leave us comments leave us likes leave us subscribes and um we're just gonna go through the rest of our calendar for september um uh, for monday there's gonna be our usual pre-order stream and then someone commented that that was so quick for mental health yes it is quick for mental health as well as um being quick since there's nothing really much to talk about we're just showing you the different models that uh yeah the different the different models that john has to order yes, and <laughs> we will call, like, him out. We'll call him out and yep. still entice yep. him to add more so yep. we keep calling That's him true. out we need yeah. to keep calling him out sustainable yeah uh, <laughs> until the orc releases stop we will keep um tagging and like calling out john to order Anyway, so um, on the 17th, next Friday, will be our faction focus Lumineth with our friend Eric. Yes, kakakuha lang ni John ang Bisnaga box. May parating siyang Octarius. <laughs> may, may mga parating pa siyang ibang unit. So, like, and he's, he's been working on this Marvel Crisis Protocol for the past few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah like, I'm looking at your Dominion box, Jonathan Lansang. <laughs> your Dominion box. <laughs> Eric has started on his Dominion box already. Yeah. So, uh, faction focus with Eric. Um, finally, here to um, to be able to speak to us about the Lumineth, na hindi one-sided lang. 
<laughs> which he has not painted an iota of many. Yes. Eric, come on. We need at least one. Uh, Michael, you know we can't answer that question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are not. Yeah, that question halal. is not halal. <laughs> yes. Okay, so um, on the Saturday, it's not, it's not kosher. Yeah, DR will be uh, talking. Mr. Doctor will be talking to everyone about the DND starting out special, basically how to yeah. start DND, uh, like player creation, etc. Blah blah blah. We're gonna have another pre-order Monday, and then we're gonna have our faction focus Adeptus Mechanicus. Um, I got a tentative up. Uh, approval from boy to join us for the adeptus mechanical stream but uh, he has to check depending on his bedtime and he's whether or not he's gonna be stuck yeah he, he's very well painted um he actually um one hour uh, best painted before for the uh the 15 and under category of which there really? were two entries him and his brother <laughs> 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 not gonna lie you had me at the first half yeah uh, so we, we call him boy but he is apparently as tall as me now since i haven't seen him in two years since the plague so he's a big boy now so we're gonna see him on scene for the first time if he shows up and doesn't ditch us for the uh the critically acclaimed mmorpg final fantasy 14 with unlimited free trial up to level 60 with no time restrictions that now includes the award-winning heaven's ward expansion <laughs> yes i have memorized the entire spiel it is acquired by the leaders of the cult <laughs> I can't believe you just said all of that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so on the 25th will be another huge drain on Kesha's mental health as we discuss the Big Army Primer. So we're going to be talking about big games with big armies. We're going to go Lord of the Rings. We're going AOS. We're going 40K. We're going Star Wars Legion. It's oh going to be packed. Oh yes, it's going to be apocalypse. It's going to be... It's we're gonna not going to sleep. Yeah, di kami matutulog bone linggong to. Like, look at it. It's a faction focus, a major faction focus for a very competitive army and then a big army primer. Like, whoever whoever scheduled this, fuck you. I have no idea how we came up with this schedule. Okay, you know what, Michael yeah. Lim? This was um, the fault of some Indian guy. Like, it's his fault. No worry. Um, Admech. <laughs> Good for kill team. I'm gonna say it now. I'm calling it now. It's one of the top eight, and I'm pretty sure it's top four. It's a top four faction for kill team. Just just behind, just behind um, commandos and Krieg. Yeah, it's currently top one in 40k. See, see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, though that may be argued, because um, right now um, a lot of the tournaments are either. Drukari, um, it's gonna be um, Adeptus uh, Mechanicus, and um, there's still a few Marine lists coming out with Iron Hand successors and General Iron Hands. If your name is Antonio in Spain, like that's the only way that like um, pure Iron Hands win. Iron yeah. Hands are back. Iron Hands are back. Imagine that. Yeah, only. If you're in Spain, and only if your name is Antonio, of which okay. there are two. 
iron hands. Imagine that. They're back. So, to, to the Antonios, felicidades. Muy bien. Muchas gracias. Muy bien. Muchas gracias from the iron hands. Yes. yes. All the way from your former colony. Yeah. The, the, Philippe, the Philippian Islands. Felicidades de Filipinas. Muchas gracias. And uh, they're actually from Barcelona, so they want to secede. So... <laughs> yeah, the GT was in... No, 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 wait, sorry. The GT wasn't in Barcelona. It was in Granada. It was in the south. It's in Valencia. They're not seceding. They were formerly Muslim-controlled, though. Yeah, Granada. Oh, beautiful place. Been there twice. You're thinking of another province in Spain, eh? um, the one with the uh, Pais Basco, Basque Country. Basque, yeah, Basque, yeah, ba Pais Basque. Basque Country. Yeah, yeah, they're they're the uh, the other people who want to secede. I know them in particular because there was um, a a terrorist plane bomber from Pais Basco in Narcos. Are we about? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's historical, anyway. so yeah. We'll do a historical episode on these days. So with teacher Eric, yes. Uh, oh, I like this. I like this. Choose I like colors. this. Sure. Yeah, I like this. Definitely. We, can, Definitely. we can discuss like the color wheel. If we can like invite someone from Pilipintados to talk with us, that would be awesome. Like anyone from there is um, listening, like we want to do that. And yeah, Eric, the circle episode is when all platforms man. <laughs> yes, that's the fastest way to get canceled. Great. We're, oh we're my actually, god. We're actually gunning for that. Like toe the line. Yeah, to we, we want to be the 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 top gear of our gaming, right? Yeah. And we can't be the top gear if we don't Jeremy Clarkson the shit out of this. <laughs> yes. Well, Watch us get canceled online. Mm, one of these days. When is History Month? I'll have to research that, and we can do something then. So uh, it, it can be a special. So yeah, that'll be fun. That would be our final special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I doubt Facebook will ban us though, so we can still do that. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter yeah. will cancel us. Yeah, they, no, they, no. They like, doesn't actually cancel anyone. It's the Twitter community that cancels people. I mean, the yeah. Taliban is still on Twitter, right? Wait, you want us to do Black History Month? Okay, sure. I don't know anything about Black History aside from slavery. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Probably not the best thing for us. Yeah. It may not be relevant to our local context. Though we should do like uh... women's history month, yeah, sure. We we can do women in wargaming. We can do women in wargaming, both faction and players. Oh no, this is what I want to do. I want Shark Week. Oh, I want Idonet Deepkin Shark Week. And Car uh, Car uh, what? And Carcaradons. Car okay. Uh, when when is Shark Week? We're doing Carcaradons and Edonet Deepkin for Shark Week. There we oh, go. Teacher, we have content. Teacher Eric, when is Shark Week? Teacher, teacher Eric. Eric, when is Shark Week? 
this world ocean like thing we already have right. plans for mental health awareness month we already have plans for shark week we have plans for, uh, yeah this is great i love this yeah uh, just assuming we don't get canceled permanently yeah week. yeah we can do this we can do um sororitas and daughters of canaan women's month yeah and talents they're Talon glorious Kemper, yeah Okay, return. so Shark Week is mid-July, so please oh, we'll we wait it. mid-July we for our Edenet Deepkin and Karkaradon special. Yeah, Pride Week, Pride Month. Totally. Yeah, elves. Yeah. Whole month, elves. Yeah, we got we got we got people from the LGBT community yeah, staying elves. at the tabletop. Yeah, that's why it's called Elf GBTQ, right? <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, we're see we're, we're this close. We're this close. <laughs> we are this close, Kesh. <laughs> we are this close. <laughs> yeah, we need a more diverse panel. Yeah. Well, we're pretty diverse as is. Yeah, you got in. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for joining right. us. We we better song. go before we cancel ourselves. <laughs> Again, please like and follow, subscribe to our different social media channels and streaming platforms. Yeah. And we will see you again next week with Teacher Eric on Attraction Focus right. Luminet. Send us your elves. Ciao, Bella friends, and send us them Rastafarian elves. Oh yeah, Monday. And yeah, see you for the pre-order. It could you could think it's cash, but it might actually be me. Be sure you <laughs> You Five should minutes. Photoshop your face on Dio's face. Yeah, sure, we can do that. <laughs> uh, just just in case. Just in case, man. All right. Yeah. All see right. you for more orc pre-orders on Monday, Jonathan Lansang. <laughs> yes, we have more for you. Right? Yes, so, we got it all for you. Anyway, good night, everybody, and have a great weekend. Please paint your minis. Yes, one so annoying. We can buy more, so you can buy more from us. Good night. Sleep tight.